when Paul left his companions after spreading and having much success at establishing the word and the mystery, Paul finally departed for Ephesus. Little did he know he was coming upon one of the darkest corners of the world, void of anything godly. Paul, who was given the greatest revelation down to mankind concerning the great mystery, departed. Little did he know what he was about to enter, one of the godless, most evil, wicked places he had ever come across. He was taken by all the idols, horrors of evil poured upon him, exorcists pulling at his feet, dragging him off his horse. He got off his horse and almost lost his strength to move until suddenly he was at the foot of the great edifice of the goddess of fertility, Artemis, or better known as the great goddess of Diana. It's these idols we are going to address are more than just statues. Idolatry, the true cause of the coming fall of America and Western civilization. It is spiritual and not secularism. The five stages that lead us into captivity, what stage we are now, and the one and only way to turn us around to save us. The three examples from Scripture, from history and church councils, and from false prophets and teachings. Israel, Rome, and America. Idolatry, the five stages of captivity. Our nation and Western civilization is being led into captivity because of idolatry. Money, power, sex, secularism, etc. is not idolatry. Worshiping any other god besides the one true God is idolatry. See the Ten Commandments. The primary cause is the church's false teaching, not secularism. The church has turned to idolatry by worshiping the three-headed God of the Trinity for 150-plus years here in America. The repercussions and primary result of this doctrine when it becomes tradition and practice is the nation is led into captivity. This occurs after several warnings from God and is fully manifested approximately after three to four generations of this practice, a generation in the context being 70 years. The Trinity is not a doctrine nor a theology. It is a religion, a counterfeit one. Our original founders were all Unitarian Christians and not Trinitarian. They fled the tyranny of the Trinity from Europe in order to establish a nation free 
to worship the one true God and his son, Jesus Christ. They were truly Unitarian Christians and not today's Unitarian Universalists, not Trinitarians or Deists as Trinitarians have labeled them. This is why God defeated our enemies, prospered us, and blessed us with the greatest nation on earth. Today, there are approximately 2 billion Trinitarian false Christians in the world that Jesus warned us about in Matthew 24. We are in stage four, in the middle of the third generation of being led into captivity as a nation and the entire Western civilization. There are several examples of this happening in past history, but the three major examples pointed out here will be Israel, led captive into Babylon from the scriptures, and the fall of the Roman Empire from written history records. Then the rise and fall of the one God Christian America. The five stages of being led in captivity are as follows. Number one, division, the setup for conquest. Number two, the abomination of the children, the ultimate sacrifice weakening the next generation. Number three, hordes of locusts, uncivilized enemies invade across the borders. Four, the rise and expansion of sodomite. It's the omen of the near of the end. And five, loss of treasury, financial ruin, and collapse. Let's start with the vision from the scriptures in 1 Kings chapter 11. I will divide the kingdom, says God, out of the hand of Solomon and will give ten tribes to thee. I will not take the whole kingdom out of his hand. I will take the kingdom out of his sons, David, and will divide it into ten tribes. Well, why did this happen? David was a sinner, even a murderer, yet he was considered the apple of God's eye. So sex, power, money was all a part of a generation of David's reign, yet he never turned over worshiping other gods but the one true God, Jehovah. It was under the reign of Solomon that was the beginning of the fall of Israel. Because they have forsaken me and have worshipped Ashtaroth, the goddess of the Zidonians, Shamash, the god of the Moabites, and Mekom, the god of the children of Ammon, and have not walked in my ways, to do that which is right in my eyes, to keep my statutes and my judgment. His word given to Moses, the first commandment, is the Shema of Israel. See Deuteronomy 5, 6, 7, and 9. Also see Mark 12, 29. As did David his father, because of Solomon, who loved many strange pagan-worshipping women, together with the daughter of Pharaoh, this is a trinity of gods governed by devil spirits, the ones mentioned here in Babylon. The same devil spirits that govern all the trinities of all the religions since Babylon. They are revealed as the unholy trinity in Revelation. The dragon, who is Satan, the false prophet, and the beast. The beast, Moloch, being the name of the head of demonic entity, serving the devil gods of the trinity. Also, Pharaoh's daughter, who worshipped and reintroduced Solomon's generation to the Egyptian trinity of Isis, Horus, and Osiris. These are the same devils who perpetrated or puppeteered Christianity into the false doctrine of the trinity of the 4th century, the Council of Nicaea at 325 A.D., and the Council of Constantinople, A.D. 381. Several things to consider here. Being married to many women was not the sin. It's to strange women who worship other gods. Notice plural here. The trinity is plurality. This is often why adultery is the 
word referred to as a grave sin, not because of its sexual, but spiritual adultery. David committed adultery sexually, but not spiritually, and never lost the kingdom. He suffered the loss of a child and betrayed from others, but Israel remained. Another main point is that God warned Solomon twice, verse 9 and 10, and the Lord was angry with Solomon because his heart was turned from the Lord God of Israel, who had appeared or warned unto him twice and had commanded him concerning his, this thing idolatry, that he should not go after other gods, but he kept not that which the Lord commanded. Not only did he not listen, but he was heavily active in altering the course of religious practice and tradition, as God foretold, you will turn your heart after other gods, as Solomon strongly desired these in love. He loved and practiced the Trinity as if it were truth, because it was now in the heart which blinded his mind. His wives turned away his heart, your deepest conviction. After other gods, and his heart was not perfect, not meaning flawless, but not containing the word of truth. For Solomon went after these gods and did evil in God's sight and built altars in high places for Moloch. The abomination of the children of Ammon burnt incense and sacrificed, later became child sacrifice unto their God. These steeped in Israel, or this steeped in Israel into the first generation of idolatry and resulted in division. They became a nation divided and ready for conquest. Another major point to consider, had it not been for David and his devotion to the one true God, verse 12, notwithstanding in the days, I will not do it, completely destroy Sodom and Gomorrah for David's thy father's sake. Well, just as in today's America, there has been men who have stood up for the one true God and intervened on behalf of the whole church steeped in idolatry. God honored and has withheld the consequences of complete captivity and annihilation for that generation, as opposed to the fall of Roman Empire, which did not. This will be shown later. Stage two, the abomination of the children. And from Moloch, the abomination of children and Ammon, 1 Kings 11.7, the atrocities to the children would traumatize any human being with a conscience. The scriptures expose this stage of idolatry as child sacrifice practiced in the name of Moloch, a god of the Ammonite, same devil throughout history, also posed as the father in Trinitarian. Moloch worship was practiced at this period by Ammonites and Canaanites who revered Moloch as a protecting father figure. Images of Moloch were made of bronze, and their outstretched arms were heated red hot. Living children were then placed into the idol's hands and died there or rolled into the fire pit below. Some sources indicate a child might be also passed through the fire prior to the actual sacrifice in order to purify or baptize the child. Moloch worship occurred in the Hinnon Valley near Jerusalem. Later... The evil king Manasseh offered his own son as a sacrifice, 2 Kings 21.6, as did King Ahaz, 2 Chronicles 28.1-4. The people of Judah participated in this heinous crime against their own sons, a sin so detestable that God said it had never crossed his mind, Jeremiah 32.35. And we know he's omniscient, omnipotent, and so that crossed not his mind. Child sacrifice was one reason for the Babylonian captivity, verse 36, Grace Bible College. 
But of course, the reason for child abuse was idolatry. The result was child sacrifice, not the cause. Just as today's church points out that the sins of secularism for abortion, it's really the church who worships a three-headed God of the Trinity that is the cause of rampant abortion. They are quick to point out the ills of society, yet fail to realize its general like generational worship of the false god that is the reason for the decline and fall of America and Western civilization. More on this later. As for Israel, things get worse. Leviticus 18.21 You shall not give any of your offspring to offer them to Moloch, nor shall you profane the name of your Lord. I am the Lord. Deuteronomy 18.10 There shall not be found among you anyone who makes his son or his daughter pass through the fire, one who uses divination, one who practices witchcraft, or one who interprets omens or sorcery. The major cause of opening doors to devil spirit possession is always child abuse or occultism, psychotropic drugs or divination. Men act out society in anger and crime. Women act out on themselves, both resulting in uncontrollable split personalities and emotional sickness. Modern-day psychology has arisen since the stage of abuse in American history. It deflects seeking a spiritual cause and effect. Second Kings 17, 17. Then they made their sons and their daughters pass through the fire and practice divination and enchantments and sold themselves to do evil in the sight of the Lord, provoking him. Second Chronicles 33, 6. He made his sons pass through the fire in the valley of Ben-Hinnom, and he practiced witchcraft used divination, practiced sorcery, and dealt with mediums and spirits. He did much evil in the sight of the Lord, provoking him to anger. 2 Kings 23.10 He also defiled Topath, which is in the valley of the son of Hinnom, that no man might make his son or daughter pass through the fire for Moloch. Jeremiah 7.31 They have built the high places of Topath, which is in the valley of the son of Hinnom, to burn their sons and their daughters in the fire which I did not command, and I did not come into my mind. Deuteronomy 12:31. You shall not believe or behave thus toward the Lord your God, for every abominable act which the Lord hates they have done for their gods, for they even burn their own sons and daughters in the fire to their gods. But they mingled with the nations and learned their practices and served their idols, which became a snare to them. They even sacrificed their sons and their daughters to the demon and shed innocent blood and blood of their sons and their daughters whom they sacrificed to the idols of Canaan. And the land was polluted with blood. Psalms 106, 35 through 38. Jeremiah 32, 35. They built high places of Baal that are in the valley of Hinnom to cause their sons and their daughters to pass through the fire to Moloch, which I had not commanded them nor had entered my mind that they should do such abomination to cause Judah to sin. Well, what does it take to wake up a generation to such atrocities? Yet Jesus said one would kill and think he's doing God a service. Just which God are they serving? Trinitarianism causes more blindness to the one true God than any other deception devised by the devil and his army of false gods. Our history is full of such atrocities, wars, tortures, and evil acts purportedly in the name of Christianity, it is all really under the tyranny of the Trinity. Stage three, the hordes of locusts. After the division, 
it becomes easier for surrounding enemies to conquer both Israel and Judah. Here is a visual explanation, and I'm referring to the book to which I'm reading, Idolatry, the Cause of the Fall of Western Civilization. Here's a map. Here's a visual explanation that simplifies the following biblical and historical record. The two separate nations of Israel in the north, with the capital at Samaria, and Judah in the south, with the capital at Jerusalem, went downhill at separate rate. You can see here the attacks from the north out of Assyria and Babylonia from the east and then later on the Egyptians. Israel went into paganism or idolatry first and God allowed them to be taken captive in two separate ways by the Assyrians. The Assyrians took Gentile peoples to fill the cities of Israel. The Israelites never returned. Judah worshipped God a little longer but God sent or allowed the Babylonians to take them into captivity about 100 20 years after Israel. Some Jews returned after 70 years to rebuild Jerusalem. It was here in Babylon, the origin of the worship of Trinitarian gods, Genesis 8 and 10, that the Jews, termed for Judeans, were forced by decree to worship the Trinity, or triad of deities, in Babylon. One such triad was Sin, Shamash, and Ishtar. You, O king, have made a decree that every man here who hears the sound of the horn, flute, lyre, trigon, psaltery, and bagpipe, and all kinds of music is to fall down and worship the golden image. Verse 11, but whoever does not fall down and worship shall he cast into the midst of a furnace of blazing fire. Verse 12, there are certain Jews whom you have appointed over the administration of the province of Babylon, namely Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. These men, O king, have disregarded you. They do not serve your gods, plural. Or worship the golden image which you have set up. Daniel 3, 10 through 11. Later, we'll note that the Roman emperor Theodosius made a similar decree in 381 AD before the Council of Constantinople. This is why God refers to the three-headed God of the Trinity and all the religions of the world under the Trinitarian allegiance. Catholicism, Protestantism, World Council of Churches, evangelicals, etc., as the whore of Babylon, which will be destroyed at the return of Jesus Christ. That's who Jesus is referring to in Matthew 24 as the false Christ or false Christians. There are millions in the world today who think they are Christians but are really Trinitarians under a pseudo-massive lie. Those that are actually born again will only be revealed at the rapture gathering together. By God's grace, it is available to be saved, yet later be misled or indoctrinated into the false belief or religion and still be heaven-bound, yet as the rewards for not rightly dividing the word, that will be of consequence. Why also do you break the commandment of God on account of your tradition? The commandment of God is, Thou shalt worship the Lord thy God, and no other gods shall thou worship. Matthew 15, 3. One God. It's the Shema of Israel, the constitution of the entire scripture. Yet they have fallen the way of tradition of a man-made devil-influenced religion of idolatry. One plus one plus one is three, not one. It's a lie. It was the religious leaders of Jesus' time who are at fault just as it is today. It is Satan 
who has brought down in the end, who has deceived the whole world. The main focus of this teaching is to reveal and address the spiritual cause as a whole of the downfall of Western civilization, that the decline we are witnessing is a result of the collective church leadership blinded by idolatry, power, and greed. Stage four, the rise and expansion of sodomite, omen or of the near end. This is not an indictment of the individual, but a warning sign from history and the word that we are at the tail end of what has been the greatest civilization infiltrated every institution in Western civilization, including the Catholic Church, and other denominational clergy, Hollywood, political office, education system, the media, heads of corporations, legal system, and the sacred institution of marriage to the point it is being forced to be accepted as normal. What was once touted as, we have a right to do whatever we want in the privacy of our bedrooms, to parading in public and forcing it in our face and teaching our perverse behavior to our children in schools. This politically correct bully acceptance even infringing our First Amendment right to freedom of religion. You're guilty of homophobia if you do not go along with the 2%, which is the NPR study of how many homosexuals there exactly are in America. Let's continue documenting stage four with the fall of Israel and the Jews. First Kings 14, 24 and Judah did evil in the sight of the Lord, and they provoked him to jealousy with their sins which they had committed, above all that their fathers had done. 23. For they also built them high places and images and groves on every high hill under every green tree. And there were also sodomites in the land. And they did according to all the abominations of the nations which the Lord cast out before the children of Israel. Sodomites was the name given to homosexuals who perverted the use of God's natural design and intent of the body for sexual pleasure. Sodom was originally destroyed because of this practice gone wild. The NIV reads, they also set up for themselves high places, sacred stones, and Asherah poles on every high hill under every spreading tree. Verse 24, there were even male shrine prostitutes in the land, the people engaged in all the detestable practice. These events occurred as a result of generations of idolatry that their fathers had done. People associate the word fornication or adultery with sex, but it's also more often a figure of speech referring to the whoring with another god in worship and defiles the mind and body. Jesus warned in Luke 17, 28, Likewise, as it was in the days of Lot, they ate, they drank, they bought, they sold, they planted, they built. And in verse 29, but on the day that Lot went out of the Sodom, it rained fire and brimstone from heaven and destroyed them all. So in verse 30, he says, even though this, even so will it be in the day when the Son of Man is revealed. People will try to say Jesus didn't refer to homosexuals. But here he clearly warns the days of Lot, rampant homosexuality are a warning sign. In that day, verse 31, he who is in the housetop and his goods are in the house, let him not come down to take them away. And likewise, the one who is in the field, let him not turn back. People, this is after the rap. So as it was in the days of Lot, the rise and the expansion of sodomites as an omen of the coming end of the generation, civilization, and culture that is truly what a believer fears 
and resist. So this movement in his heart, not in judgment, just as Jesus did not, did when he wept over Jerusalem, knowing their fate was utter destruction and the fall of mankind. How does it feel knowing we're in this stage in America? I will detail pedophilia, pedivores, eating baby organs, rituals, transgender grooming, etc. later in the last sector. It is horrifying. Stage five, the loss of treasury. And it came to pass, and I want to say, pause here to say, I believe since I've written this a year ago, we are in this stage five now. The loss of treasury. And it came to pass in the fifth year of kingdom of Rehoboam that Shishak, king of Egypt, came up against Jerusalem. And he took away the treasures of the house of the Lord and the treasures of the king's house, even took away all, and took away all the shields of gold which Solomon had made. Egypt did it again. <laughs> did you know Egypt came back and sacked them again? I didn't know that until I read this. And kings Rehoboam made in their stead brazen shields and committed them under the hands of the chief of the guard which kept the door of the king's house. And there was war between Rehoboam and Jehoram. Most of you know of the captivity of Israel the first time by the Egyptians, but few realize they were sacked again by the Egyptians. They raided Jerusalem and looted all their money, belongings, food, and left nothing. A nation cannot survive without prospering financially. This is in reference to Judah, and not long after, all of Israel was led into captivity of Babylon. How could God let this happen? He lays it out, and how and why it can happen. We're just Repeating history. Could this be happening today, right now? What about grace? But this is Europe and America. We worship God. We go to church. But do we really? Which God? Matthew 24. And as he sat upon the Mount of Olives, the disciples came in unto him privately, saying, Tell us when shall all these things be, and what shall be a sign of thy coming and the end of the world? Now they're wanting to know the end of the world. And Jesus answered and said unto them, Take heed that no man deceives you, for many shall come in my name, saying, I am of Christ, I'm a Christian, and shall deceive many. This deception is cunning illusion by Satan. Yes, if he can't get you to worship him directly, he will create a false impression of the true God that he's not the one but three, and that he torments people in burning fire forever, that you must work for your salvation out of fear and guilt, or even more subtly, worship Jesus as God. Does this offend you? More so-called Christians are offended by denying their God of the Trinity and the incarnation deity of Jesus than they are by all the crazy theology of the communion bread being the literal body of Jesus, confessing to priests your mediator that Mary is the mother of God and be adored and prayed to. And then shall many be offended and shall betray one another and shall hate one another. For there shall arise, verse 24, false Christs or false Christians and false prophets and shall show great signs and wonders Inasmuch that if it were possible, they shall deceive the very elect. For there shall arise false Christ. Well, false Christians is more accurate reading. Those that believe what is just mentioned above account for at least 2 billion false Christians. They're actually Trinitarians. They're not Christians. They're Trinitarians. What a deception. An entire world religion based on a lie. What else could be possibly be reflected? Later in Revelation, God calls this false religion 
the whore of Babylon, because that's where this idolatry originates. Because Protestants are nothing more than Catholic life. They renounced many things of the Mother Church, but not the three-headed God of the Trinity. They're both really a false religion, along with the evangelical. After all, they all come from the same indoctrinational theological seminaries, dare to believe the Word and one God, and you're labeled a heretic, a cult. Jesus said they would hate you and betray you. The devil hates the truth and false prophets and shall show great signs and wonders, inasmuch that if it were possible, they shall deceive the very elect. Satan, later Satan, is defeated for having deceived the whole world. If you do not follow the statement of beliefs of every church that belongs to this worldwide cult, then you will be cast as an outsider, a heretical following, and cut off from any funds associated with financial network, which is in the trillion. The Roman Empire did not fall. It morphed into the Holy Roman Empire, which rules the world today. What must we do? Remove all false statement of the Nicene triune God from all church statement of belief. Absolutely do not drink from their cup, it says in Revelations, and come back to the one true God, Jehovah. Well, the next second installment exposing the five steps of being led into captivity is the cause by idolatry is the Trinity is the rise and fall of the Roman Empire, the Dark Ages, that follow. This has been Michael Meyer, your host in teaching this lesson. Part two will be coming up shortly, the fall of the Roman Empire.
Just the 